This morning in our gospel, we have this kind of famous text about angels, and it says that uh, about the the little ones. Now, the little ones, when Jesus speaks about the little ones in the gospel, it's sometimes hard to tell the difference whether he's talking about adults who are simple, okay, in their thinking and in their status and in their position in society, or whether he's talking about literal small children and all the different texts on this topic there's a kind of an ambiguity to them he's probably talking about both okay um, and so he, he says uh, do not despise one of these little ones for I tell you that they're angels in heaven always look upon the face of my heavenly father so we've got this famous passage about angels and uh, Oftentimes, the angels in connection with children uh, is, a, is a kind of a prominent theme, you know, in our culture. I think of when I was a kid, I, I had this image of a, something that I saw on the wall of, I don't even know where it was. I don't even think it was my parents' house. I think it might have been a relative's house, but it was just a, a, this image that always stick out. It's a picture, probably some of, a, um, some of us have seen it. It's a picture of this little boy or a little girl, and he's in the midst of a storm. And he's kind of like crossing this bridge, and the bridge is broken down, and there's like big gaps in it. It looks really dangerous. It looks really, really dangerous. Like this little kid is going to just fall into uh, into this raging river, and it's all this rain and lightning and stuff. But there's this angel who's just hovering above him, who's like holding his hand, helping him over the bridge. I don't know if you guys, does that recognize, some of you are nodding your heads, it's kind of a famous, sort of, it's a little bit like a, if you go into a gift shop, like on a Hallmark gift shop or something, you'll, <laughs> you know, you'll find, you'll find this. And, uh, it's, it's a nice little picture, but it really sort of sums up what the Lord is talking about here. There's a lot that we can talk about when it comes to angels and how important they are. The angels are not given just to children, and they're not given just to simple people, they're given to everybody. And uh, I think the whole idea of the children and the simple people being associated with angels is that for all of us, no matter how intelligent or educated we might be, we really have to be as children to get the benefits that our guardian angels can give to us. Okay, So if you think you know it all, you think that you are your own best guide through life, you know what, your your guardian angel is going to be like sitting in the corner going... I can't teach this guy anything, you know. But if you're humble like a child, you're going to get a lot of guidance from your guardian angel. And uh, ultimately, you know, uh, as smart as we are, you know who's a lot smarter than us? The devil. He's a lot smarter than us. A lot smarter than us. Angels are pure intelligences. And they don't have to gain their knowledge through the filter of the senses. Okay? They're very, very intelligent. Very, very smart. The devil is a master psychologist. He's a master, you know, I remember I was talking to a, a, a man that I was sort of ministering to years ago in prison. And he said, uh, you know, I was subjected to this battery of tests and interviews by psychologists, and I thought, huh, I'll just, you know, kind of um, clam up, and they can't get into my head. 
And he says, I couldn't believe it, but after about two months, they had completely gotten into my head. I cannot believe how kind of intelligent these psychologists are. They just totally like broke me. And uh, so if human psychologists are like that, think about the devil. He is a master psychologist, way more intelligent than any human psychologist. He can get into your head. He can figure you out. He knows what buttons to push, so forth and so on. So my point is, is that our only hope when it comes to making that journey, you know, this perilous journey, we're like that little kid in the picture who's kind of crossing this bridge and there's storms and all of this kind of stuff. That's like an image of our life. We're journeying to heaven and uh, there's a possibility of not making it. And so the only way that we can really make it is if we have guidance from above. And uh, so we can be misled by the devil. We can't rely. If we rely upon our own lights, that's what's going to happen. But if we follow God's commandments, that is our sure defense. The devil cannot deceive us, and we will open ourselves up to the guidance of our guardian angels. So we thank God for humility, first and foremost. We need to be humble follow God's commandments and the teaching of the church. You know, if we as Catholics say, well, I like this part of the church's teaching, but I don't like that part, and you pick and you choose, you know what, you're making yourself very, very um, vulnerable to the deceptions of the devil. Uh, I mean, to do that to begin with is you're already deceived by the devil. Uh, but if we're humble and we say, you know, we understand the Lord has given us the church for our guidance and the commandments and that is our sure guide across that perilous bridge. That's that position of childlike humility that the Lord wants us to have. And when we have that, that humility, then our guardian angel will be able to work with us and he'll be able to guide us. And we should, we should intentionally open ourselves to his guidance and his leading. So we should pray to our guardian angels and ask for their help to teach us What's the right way to go? They illumine our conscience. Uh, they are highly, highly intelligent, and they're much smarter than us, and they help our minds see things clearly. And so we pray to them. And in humility, we are able to be guided by God through his angels.